Greetings, welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirim Adaf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak Yad Shalom. We're now in Masachet Eruvian Daf Yod Amud Aleph in the middle of the Amud. Picking up with the analysis of the next line of the Mishnah, If the Mavui has an entrance which is more than 10 Amot wide, you have to lessen that. Amar just like our Mishnah. The odd comma, this is what the Brite adds. So Meaning, how much does Rabbi Yehuda say it could be, and then he'll say it's too wide? That is thirteen and one third amot. In other words, Rabbi Yehuda will not allow any width, but allow will allow up to thirteen and a third. Where's that from? In the second para, because we've mentioned already a couple times, there is a particular hetar of pasei biraot, where we're allowed to put up poles in a certain formation, we'll see it soon, uh, around a well or a, a drinking area that's on the road in order to allow someone to come with their animals and give them to drink on Shabbat. The maximum area that Rabbi Yehuda allows between the biraot is 13 and a third amot. Here's the Kabbalah Homer. In the case of Pasei Birot, we allow there to be more space than wall, because the walls are simply symbolic, a dumad, uh, uh, basically uh, an L-shaped corner. But, but we still don't allow a space of more than 13 and a third. In the case of Mavui, where there has to be more wall than space, more wall than breach, so certainly we should not allow more than 13 and a third. And the response to that is, turn things around. Perhaps in the case of Pasebiraot, where we were lenient and allowed open spaces, perhaps we only allow 13 and a third of an opening. In the case of Mavui, where we're strict and we demand there be more wall than breached, maybe we can allow a bigger opening. Or you could argue the opposite direction. Pasebirot already has a kula built in of parutz rubel omeid akil bahu kula chrine. So allow thirteen and a third. Mavui klal klalo. Maybe a mavui doesn't allow anything more than ten, which of course doesn't work because Rabbi Yehuda says enot sarich. So, but the point being that pasebirot could either give us thirteen and a third, could give us the possibility of way more than thirteen and a third, or would give us nothing. So Tani Levi, Mavui Shurachav Esrim Ama, what do you do when the, when the Mavui is 20 amot wide? So I go, according to Rabbanam, the 10 is the max. Noetz Kanebem Saito, you take a stick and stick it right down in the middle at the 10 point mark. Vidayo, that's it, because now you've got a 10 and a 10 minus a smidgen. Hutani Lavu Amarlat. He explained it, Dein Halacha Keota Mishnah, that we do not rule like that Mishnah, meaning that we just said about putting a stick, we don't rule that way. Either it was Levi who said it, or Shmuel quoting Levi who said that. So what is the solution? So Shmuel continued to quote Levi and said, You may take a strip of wood that's four amot wide, ten tvachim high. And you put it right in the middle at the length of the mavui. 
And therefore, you now have an entrance which is nine and a half or so, or actually less than that, and another entrance which is, uh, let's say, eight amot, both less than ten, and the four amot width is significant enough to call it a wall or part of a door opening. There's another solution, which is It's 15 amot wide. You can leave two amot of space from one side, set up a pass that's three amot wide, and then you've got ten amot of an opening. Why do you need that solution? Imagine that basically you're trying to cover five amot of extra space. So instead of saying skip two and put up one that's three, why don't you just skip? Uh, why don't you just uh, have one that's an amount a half wide? Skip two amot, put another one that's an amount a half wide. There's your five amot. At no point do you have too wide of a space. So why don't you use that solution? And then therefore shmamina that tells you if you have more standing than breach, but you have to, but, the, but it's on both sides, that's not called omed. That's why you want to have three in one area, in one contiguous spot, as opposed to divide it up by one and a half and one and a half with two in the middle, even though the total is more standing than, than, uh, than wall, than space, it's still no good. The answer is not necessarily so. Maybe even on two sides it's called omed. What you have is the airspace of two amot on this side and two amot on that side being mevatel, the one and a half. Not because of the calculus of more wall than breach needing to be all contiguous, but simply this thing is standing there with airspace on both sides. So why not do this? You have five amot to make up, so all you need is two amot worth of material. Skip an amma, put an amma of wood. Skip an amma, put an amma of wood. And skip an amma. And there we go. So Shmamina omed keparutz asur. That tells you that when it's even between omed and parutz, it's no good. Because you have an amma of space and an amma of wall. An amma of space and an amma of wall, it needs to be more than 50%. Not necessarily. Leolam emelach mutar. Maybe that is good. Again, here you have the problem that there's airspace on both sides that's canceling out the wall. Here's a solution. Leave a space of an ama and then put one and a half up. Leave a space of an ama, put one and a half up. That gets you to the ten mark. And in this area, you've got more wall than breach. The answer is, that would work. But why put you through all the trouble? Just take a pass of three and set it up two off, like Rabbi Yehuda suggested, and that's good enough. Why aren't we concerned that people will not go through the ten, which is the big petach? We're calling it a petach, not a breach, and they're going to go through one of these little openings, like the little three or the little two opening. Nobody is going to ignore a big area to go through and go through a very narrow area. Why is that different than Rabbi Ravasi, who talked about um, a, the when the wall falls down, uh, needing a pasarba? Here you don't need arba. The answer is hatam might be hilucha. There, to go through the new breach is going to save you steps. 
So people might walk through there. There you need, for you need to pass Arba. Here, nobody's saving any steps by going through the small one rather than the big one. Therefore, they'll go through the big one. Therefore, the small one doesn't need a four-wide wall. We have a Mishnah in uh, in Kelim. Or ha aslav chalal shalom in starfim betafach. So there's an allot. The 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 uh, material of a toilet seat. They used to have these in Beit Sheni already, and the space in between together make a tafach for an ohel for tumat mate. So my hor asla or asla. What's the leather? Rachanam Rabbi Yochanan or kisui shabet hakisei. So that's what it is. Toilet seat. So where's the tefach? Two etzpa on each side and two etzpa of space in the middle. And together that makes a tefach. Now here we're dealing with combining space and material to make a shiur. It's one and a half, one and a half, and one etzpa in the middle. So Abai asked Rav Dimi, you suggested it's two, two, and two, and when Ravin came from Eretz Yisrael, he said it's one and a half, one and a half, and one. Do you folks disagree? We don't. I'm talking about a big one. He's talking about a small one. We don't disagree. Abai said to him, you do disagree. You're disagreeing about whether or not when you have more material than space, but it only is a com- combination of material on two sides, whether that's called substance or not. Lididach, you say two, 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 you said that since together it's four etzpa of material, even though there's an even amount of space and material, it's still called omed. Ravin wouldn't say that. He'd say it's only good if it's on one side. And therefore, he had a positive case where there's less space in the middle than there is material on either side. If you didn't disagree, then Ravin, if Ravin simply wanted to construct a smaller one, let him make a one and a third, one and a third, one and a third, where like you, the space is equal to the material on each side. But he constructed one in his, theoretically, uh, that the space is less than the material, because he disagreed with you, where if the space is equal to the material, and it takes both sides to outnumber the space, then it's no good. Well, my pligginan. So Rav Dimi said, if that's the case, I could have disagreed with him. Instead of making two, 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 I could have made one, two-thirds, one and two-thirds, one and two-thirds, and our sizes wouldn't be that different. Perhaps we do disagree, but not about Parutz Merubal Omed Mishnet Stadim, so about Omed Merubal Parutz Mishnet Stadim, sorry, but rather Parutz Omed which is somewhat of a similar problem when you have exactly the amount of same amount of space and material, 50%, exactly the same, do we say that it's omed or parutz? Rav Dimi says it's omed, Ravin would say it's parutz, therefore he wants the space to be smaller. Okay, back in the Mishnah. You do not need to make the opening more narrow. Now, 
Ashkachan Surat Petach to Bahanya Baruch, but we know that Surat Petach works when you've got a too wide of an area. The Malter of the Bahanya Megovon was you saw at the very beginning of the Masachet. If you have an Amalter, a plank on top of the Mavui, a painted plank or something, then even if it's higher than 10, then 20, it's okay. Ipchamai. Question is, does it work in the opposite direction? Will an Amaltara fix it for width and a Tzara uh, Petach for height? Toshma, the Tanya, Mavui, Shugavar, Mesri, Mama, Yimaeit. Petach, you don't Tzarech, Lamaeit. If it's over 20, you have to Yimaeit. If there's a Tzarech, Petach, you don't have to. Sounds pretty much like Tzarech, Petach works for height too. So Amaltara, Rochvomai, what about the what about the flip? Does Amaltara work for too wide? Which shouldn't make sense, because the Amaltara is about height. Tosh. Sounds like a maltra also works for width. My love a seifa. Isn't the maltra a comment on the seifa and the width? Well, aresha. It's going back to the height. Saying if it's too high, then you can use an amaltra. Because we don't have the amaltra nailed down as being about width also. So Rav Yehuda was teaching Rav's son in front of Rav, our Mishnah, that says, If you have too wide of an area, but there's two Petach, you don't have to make it more narrow. Rav instructed Rav Yehuda, we have this already once, teach him instead, the version of the Mishnah, the proper version of the Mishnah is, you must make it smaller. Surat Petach does not help. What do we learn from Rav's correction? Where the walls are mainly openings and windows, and not walls. doesn't help. In other words, doesn't make up for something missing. Let's think about it. Wider than 10 makes a mavui no good if the opening's wider than 10. More breach than wall assers. So, just like in a mavui, if you have more than 10, doesn't help. The same thing in a chatser, more breach than wall. won't help. But that's not necessarily the case, because in a mavui, when you have more than 10, Rabbi Meir says, can't be more than 10 apart. We said Rabbi Yudas allows 13 and a third. Rabbi Meir only allows 10. So maybe 10 is some sort of magic number. We don't even allow more than 10 in Pasei Birot, according to Rabbi Meir. But when it comes to a chatzer, where we don't allow more breach than wall, everybody agrees that in Pasei Birot, we allow more breach than wall. So maybe the breach-wall relationship isn't the same as 10 in a Mavui. And maybe Tzorat HaPetach will help with that. So Lehm Masayei Alei Tfanot HaLalu Shuban Ptachin Vachalonot Mutar. We have the following statement that says the walls, if they're mainly openings and windows, it's Mutar. Vachay Omein Mubala Perutz, as long as there's more wall than breach. Shuban Sakadata, how could you say majority? You just said a majority is... What it means is if you put a lot of doors and windows, as long as the majority is wall. So that seems to support the idea that if the majority is not wall, it's Asur. That's talking about particular kind of openings that, uh, that don't really have a proper frame. My Pitre Shimai, 
If they don't have doorposts, they don't have a, a top beam. So this is a very strange kind of an opening, and that's an opening that's mainly doors and, and, and windows. Okay. Rabbi Yochanan agreed with Rav that Surat HaPetach will not help if the opening is more than 10. We have a story about a fellow. Went out to a field, put four sticks in the ground at the corners of the field, and he put a a um, uh, grapevine all around the sticks. And they said, as far as kilayim goes, this is mutar, you could plant other stuff. He says it's a mechitza also for Shabbat, and you could carry in there. This is a tsurata petach, but because it's got openings that are more than the wall, obviously, there's no wall at all, it doesn't work. Now, what's the deal? If he's hanging them on the side of the sticks... It's not a Surat HaPetach at all. Nobody would say it's good. Shlokish wouldn't say it's good, because Surat HaPetach, the top beam has to be on top of the sticks, not on the side of the sticks. And the grapevine is operating as the, as the top beam. El Al-Gaban, it must be on top. Uvimai, Ilayim Be'eser, if the the space between them is ten amot. Pahalim Rabbi Yochanan, Shabbat, if it's less than ten, why would Rabbi Yochanan say that on Shabbat this doesn't work as a mechitza? You got a tzorat petach of less than ten. It must be it's wider than ten, and tzorat petach doesn't work. You see, supports Rav. Actually, what we could be talking about is openings that are ten or less, and he actually looped it on the side, not on top. And Rav Yochanan and Rav Shlakosh are disagreeing about whether to read with Rav Chista that putting it on the side of the stick instead of top is whether it's good for Tzurat HaPetach or not. Rav Yochanan says it's not, Rav Shlakosh says it is. Rav Yochanan Rav Yochanan, Rav Shlakosh and Rav Shlakosh, we now have a contradiction of both of them. He quotes Rav Yehuda Kilaim. If they wove some sort of grapevines together, that makes a mechitza for kilaim. He doesn't allow it as a mechitza for either. So based on a shlokish, a shlokish, lokasha, that's not a problem. Here he quoted Rabbi Yudah Rechanina. He wasn't saying his own opinions. That's easy. In both cases, Rabbi Yochanan spoke himself. In the case of the grapevine, he said it's a mechitza for kilaim. And here he said it's not. So here my priest, Shapir. We have an easy solution. If in this case he hung them on the sides instead of the top, that's why it's not a mechitza. And in the case of the grapevine, it was on top, so we got it. But if you say, like we tried to, that the case of the grapevine was on the side of the sticks, so Michael and Amar, it shouldn't be good at all. So the they're both on the side. The answer is very simple. That in the case of the grapevine, it was ten or less, and therefore it was a good mechitza for kilayim. But Rabbi Yochanan does not hold that that works for um, for Shabbat because it can't be minatzad. And here it was your term, yes, sir. Here it was more than ten, and therefore it doesn't work as a mechitz at all. How do we know there's a difference ten and more than ten? With the, uh, there's a Tosefta at the beginning of the Masachet. 
that Rabbi Yochum Anuri went to study Torah. Even though he was an expert in Kilayim, he was sitting underneath the trees studying, evidently, and he stretched a grapevine from one tree to another. And he said, Rabbi, if I have grapes on this, can I plant underneath? If the gap between the trees where you put this is more than ten, then you can't because you haven't created a mechitza. If it's on top, then why should be asur more than ten? We said that this pia, this weave, is it's above the sticks, even if it's more than ten wide, is a mechitza. It must be that it's on the side. So we see that if it's on the side, uh, up until 10 it'll be fine, because not you don't need surat petach if it's less than 10. If it's more than 10, you need proper surat petach, and on the side is not good, it has to be on top of the sticks. Gufa, Amar of Chista, Tzurat HaPetach Shasami Natsad, again, Tzurat HaPetach, where you put the crossbeam on the side of the sticks, of the uprights, Lo is nothing. It has to be strong enough that you could put a door there. Even a straw door, but some sort of a door. It has to be fit for a door to be Tzurat HaPetach. There has to be a spot for a hinge. She found a student. Did, did Ravashi say anything about So he said nothing, which evidently means that you don't really need to have all of these uh, uh, these pieces for a. Um, for a Tzorat HaPetach, it just has to be the frame, the kind of the image, the crossbar, and two uprights. Okay, Tana, Tzorat HaPetach Shamru. Let's hear some rules about it as we end this sugya. Kanemi Kanu, Kanemi Kanu, Kanel Gabayana. Stick up, stick up, and a stick across. Tzorchin Ligah, and Tzorchin Ligah. Do the sticks have to, the, the crossbar, the crossbar have to be touching the uprights? They don't have to touch him, which certainly far from Rav Chista's demand that it be really fit for a uh, for a real door. So Rav Nachman went to his father-in-law's house, the Reish Kaluta, and he set up a a a mavu. It's a petach, exactly like that where they didn't reach Kishmate. Rav Sheshit told his servant Rav Rav Gada. Zil Shlof Shadinu, throw it down. Azal Shalof Shadinu, the guy threw it down. So the Reish Kaluta was angry because his Eruv was down. Ashkechud Reish Kaluta Chavshu, they caught the guy, the, the servant. So Sheshit Kama Bavar, Sheshit stood outside. Amar Lai Gada Fukta, come on out. Nafak Viata, Ashkechav Sheshit, the Rabbah Bar Shmuel. So Sheshit found this Rabbah Bar Shmuel. Maitani Mar Midi Bitzurah Petach, have you learned anything about Surah Petach? Have you taught any lesson? We have sort of a similar case. A kippah is an archway. So Reb Meir says, a sugyan yoma, Reb Meir says that the, a kippah is chayav mezuzah, and Chacham say it's not. Everybody agrees that if there's ten tvachim height at the straight part of the archway, then it's chayav. That's only if at the bottom there isn't a base of three. If there is a base of three in Gohasara and, and not ten height, then there's nothing. 
Kipligi, what do they disagree? There's a base of three and it rises ten. But the thickness of the doorway is not four. The width of the doorway, the opening. You could cut out and make out of this archway, you could theoretically cut it on an area to make it four tfachim. Rameir holds that we imagine as if it's cut out. And therefore it's chayav. And they say we don't. So so now said, So he said, don't tell the Reish Kaluta about what you just taught, because that of course hurts his case, because it means that a theoretical doorway is a good enough doorway, and we imagine it. And therefore, even if the crossbar isn't touching the uprights, it should be a good surat petach and uh, what I did was wrong, taking it down. So don't teach them that, because that will support those who opposed what I did. Okay, we'll pause at this point, pick up with the second Mishnah in the next podcast. In the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.